Welcome back to the D2 Nation podcast, ladies and gentlemen. I'm your co-host, Wayne Cavati, and joining me once again is my partner in crime, Bethany Bowman. Welcome back, friend. Good to be back and excited for our guest today from Sioux Falls. Thanks for having me, Wayne. Yeah, yeah. And, and last week, um, obviously, there were a bunch of big D2 football rivalry games, uh, including the most played in D2 history, which is the Black Hills Brawl. However, in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, there was another rivalry going down. Isn't that right, Bethany? Yep, that's right. The key to the city game pitted Augustana, a team that was in your D2 Power 10, Wayne, last week uh, against Sioux Falls with a pretty exciting 31-24 to upset. Sioux Falls jumped up the national rankings this week. So joining us today is Cougars head coach John Anderson and running back Thoreau Reisdorfer. Thanks for joining us, guys. So we're welcome to the nation, and um, we like to keep it pretty simple here uh, and start in in the same spot, and that's the beginning. So, Coach, you've been at Sioux Falls since the 2017 season. Uh, The Cougars haven't had a losing season since. Um, What brought you to D2 and Sioux Falls specifically? Yeah, you know, it's uh, it's actually 27 consecutive winning seasons that that this program's been able to have, and uh, which is the longest streak in D2 and fourth uh, longest at, at all levels of college football. So I got to get that shameless plug in there. Um, <laughs> but uh, I was an assistant coach here from from 2002 to 2012, um, and uh, had the opportunity to come back as as a head football coach uh, uh, prior to the 2017 season. So. Uh, actually, Mark's, uh, if you're doing the math, if I do it right, about 17 years total that I've been uh, here at USF. So uh, I just love the opportunity that it presents and the, and the uh, kids that we get to coach and, and we're supported. We're a football school and, and uh, got a lot of great tradition and trying to build on that each and every year. Thorough. What, talk about, you know, your start here and just what brought you. And it uh, looks like you're a starter for a couple of state champion teams in high school. What brought you to Sioux Falls? Well, I kind of always had a feeling that I was going to end up staying at home uh, somewhere in town or somewhere in the state. Uh, Me and Coach A, originally, we were talking, um, he was recruiting me as a linebacker. Um, You know, I told him, I was like, you know, I love scoring touchdowns. Uh, Would you give me the opportunity to play running back? And that's how I ended up coming to USF and playing football. And that that actually makes your story a lot more interesting because – um, so I do like a lot of work for Lindy's magazine too. And going into the, must've been the 2019 season, I had Gabe Watson, uh, as an all American, right. And, and you were behind him on the depth chart and yeah. what was it about nine carries, 10 carries into 2019, he goes down mm-hmm. for the year and, and, you know, lo and behold, there you are. And you go off for like a, almost 1200 total yards. You had like mm-hmm. 19 touchdowns. You had this great year. Do you remember that kind of the, the seize the day moment and what it was like and, and how excited you were when you took over? Um, you know, it was, yeah, it was really surreal whenever it all happened, but we always work with the, the, the thought that, you know, it's next man up. If something were to happen, you got to be ready if you want to be in that position. So um, it sucks that my brother got hurt and that he had to go through that, but the opportunity was there. I took it and, uh, you know, I've been running with it ever since enjoying every moment of it. Yeah. I believe you even had the trifecta that year. Didn't you even return a kick for a touchdown? I think that year you did it all. I did first Kirkston. Yes, I did. Yeah, and coach for you, you know, just having a guy like that. I mean, were you, 
were you ever worried at one point or I mean did you know that he was so capable of doing that even though he hadn't had that full-time action yet yeah Thurl's pretty humble guy here the 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 whole story is is really uh, pretty remarkable and amazing so you know he's he's a Sioux Falls uh uh, born and bred kid that uh, stayed home, um, you know, was a, was a walk-on student in my, uh, or athlete in my first uh, recruiting class and um, was a good, good high school football player. And, and uh, we wanted him on our roster, just didn't know where he fit. I guess uh, uh, he had the right idea and, and uh, talked me into it and, and he knows best in that situation, but uh, uh, he, he redshirted and then uh uh, you know, was developing in our program for a number of years. And, and uh, you know, Gabe had a, a tremendous 2018 season and, and, and Thurl was watching and, and, and paying attention. And uh, we we're anticipating that for 19 as well. And, you know, that didn't plan out and never can plan injuries, but uh, uh, he was absolutely uh, ready. Um, and, uh, you know, has, has been a mainstay running back every down guy for us uh, ever since. And, and, uh, just uh, has truly gotten better each and every year uh, that he's been in our program. Obviously, chose to stick around through uh, uh, the extra year with COVID, and he's making the most of it. So, um, you, you know, this is almost uh, uh, a made-for-TV movie, the way hometown boy starts and he's behind on the depth chart, and he, and he works his way up and becomes, a, um, you know, in my opinion, the best running back year in and year out in the northern sun, if not uh, uh, right up there in the country. And um, just he's a real humble guy and he just works his tail off. And I, I don't mind talking about him. And I know he's probably sitting there blushing a little bit, but uh, <laughs> uh, he, he does just a, a remarkable job every single day. He's uh, uh, knows um, what he needs to go out to do and he does it. His teammates follow him um, and uh, just thrilled that he's part of our program. So, Coach, you closed out 2021, winning six of your last seven games, obviously off to this hot start with consecutive wins against Minnesota Duluth and Augustana. Pretty much must wins if you want to compete in the NSIC. With all the talent that you had coming back, what were your expectations heading into 2022? Well, with the tradition and in the the past of this program, the expectations are every year to uh, um, have a have a seat in the playoffs and, and have uh, the ability to uh, chase a championship. We're you know an NAI program that that won uh, uh, four of them and, and, and had playoffs in the regular years. We moved up to Division Two. We've been uh, I don't know four out of the last six. I, I don't know how you determine that with COVID or however that works out, but. Uh, um, you, you know, that's the expectation, uh, whether we have uh, uh, every starter returning or we got to, you know, put the guys out that have been developing in our program. And, uh, you know, we needed to get off to a fast start. That was an emphasis for us. Uh, we've certainly done that and had two big ones here back to back. We got uh, uh, the meat of our schedule still coming up. There's a lot of football to be played, but uh, I like the way this team is approaching things. And I like the way things are going for us right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so thorough. Number two ranked offense in the NSIC. Um, you personally have scored nine touchdowns over the past four weeks. Everything is clicking. And and Adam Mullen, I, I didn't get. I watched parts of the, that game. Um, the quarterback Adam Mullen again, another returner. Um, kind of looked like it was arguably his best game of the year. Um, when it in one of the biggest games of the year, what is working in your opinion for this offense right now? And what's kind of the plan of attack that you guys got going? You know, I think the big thing that we're doing is we're just, we're doing it all together. You know, we're, we know that 
Um, if we need to hand the ball off, everybody's going to block, whether it be the, in the trenches or in the perimeter. Or if we need to take a deep shot, people are going to, the trenches are going to block and I'm going to do my job as well. So I think we're really balanced in that aspect. And, uh, you know, we just, we choose to be the hammer um, instead of being the nail. I like that. <laughs> Let's talk about last week's game. It was a big one and there was plenty of, you know, good football, but it got close. Coach, take us through what was so successful in those first three quarters and what you think you guys learned by gritting out that victory by one score. Yeah, you know, uh, big game like that, uh, with the atmosphere that it was, it was it was settling in. Um, traded a couple punts with, with both offenses to, to go through and um, kind of found our groove, hit some, some bigger uh, play action shots. Uh, uh, we're successful running the ball against a you know a really strong defensive front, and uh, we ended up scoring our second touchdown right as uh, uh, 45 seconds left in the second half, uh, which was a huge uh, uh, a score for us. We we had deferred, so we knew we were getting the football back uh, um, start the second half, and then ended up uh, um, you know scoring uh, on uh, uh, first drive there, kicked a field goal. Um, and, and, you know, really through the third quarter was able to, to get things going really strongly in our direction. We had, uh, beginning of the fourth, we had a, a really decent lead and had things uh, that felt under control. And, you know, rivalry games and good programs, the, that team, credit to them, they weren't going to uh, lay down and stop playing. And uh, we needed to close her out. And, and Thurl had a big part of that. He had a, you know, his longest run of the day that uh, uh, helped and, and – uh, uh, defense was able to get uh, get the stops and and uh, you know a little closer than than, than we would have liked. But uh, if you look at the things that that happened in that game, we had a chance to to blow it wide open. And you know we needed to do that. We've talked about that. And um, you know, uh, but it's all bets are off in a rival game, and and uh, that sometimes those things happen. But to come away uh, with the you know, the victory, it's a huge rivalry, key to the city game to be able to do that eight, the eighth time out of the last 10 years is just huge for our program. We're really proud of these guys for doing it. And it's, it's one of those rivalries that you, I feel like you only find in D2. There's a bunch of them, right? And, and Bethany, who goes to Emporia State is part of the Turnpike Tussle, right? It's 58 miles apart. And then you got the, the one in the GAC that's across the street. How close are you guys to each other for this rivalry? The, the campuses literally sit about two blocks, three blocks from each other. So if you, if you stand on the right spot in our campus, you can see their campus and, and, and likewise. So, um, and, and Sioux Falls is a, is a community of about, uh, 240, 250,000 people. So it's, uh, uh, it's big enough, but, uh, we see each other, uh, our, our players see each other. I see their coaches and, and, uh, it certainly makes those interactions great, to, to be able to have bragging rights for the year. Yeah, yeah, I bet. Uh, it's, it's, uh, it definitely takes it up a level. Um, but coach, we're going to go back to you again and, and talk a little bit about your part of the country your, where the football is being played. And the NSIC is notoriously tough, right? I mean, there, there's been representation in the championship game several times within in the past few years. And one of the things that's kind of interesting to me is we, we had Coach Adam Doral on from Central Oklahoma last week, and, and he mentioned something that I thought was similar to you. And with you having such a large conference, you don't get to play a non-conference schedule. You're, you're in it right away, right? So you don't get to experience anything outside of it. But in the same sense, it's such a tough division top to bottom. You're getting tested every week. 
Is that an advantage to you or somewhat of a disadvantage come postseason time? Well, when I think it's both, uh, you know, honestly, um, it, it certainly, uh, and the league's getting better each and every year. You're starting to see uh, some, some parity, some mid-level teams rise up and be able to beat uh, uh, the traditional top-level teams and even the, the teams that have been uh, down for a while are, are, are improving. And so you see competitive balance throughout the league because of schools putting in, in uh, uh, the resources to do that and great stadiums, great uh, you know, it's tough recruiting. So um, there is a, uh, uh, it's, it is a really tough conference. I appreciate you acknowledging that. And um, you've got to be ready to play every week. And we are a closed conference, so we don't play any non-conference games. And, and um, you know, so if you make it through uh, our league, you're going to be battle tested and, and be, have played some really high level football. Uh, the hard part about that is, you know, we, we don't have any outside comparisons, uh, whether in our region or non-conference games. So, um, and, you know, you kind of beat up on each other too. Some, sometimes you, uh, really good football teams have, have two or three losses. You know, we've, we've been in the playoffs as a three loss team. We've been out as a, as a three loss team. So we, we certainly know that, but, uh, so sometimes the comparisons to, you know, an out of league school would, would be helpful. Uh, but, uh, um, you know, we just, uh, we play the schedule we got and, and uh, um, feel like uh, we're one of the best teams in the league year in and year out. And that uh, if we take care of our business, we'll get the opportunity to go try those other schools and other, other conferences. As Wayne mentioned, I am a former D2 student athlete and covered D2 for a couple of years and so it's really special to me Thurl we'll start with you you know being a division two student athlete why is that a unique and special experience for you uh you know everybody always talks about you know d1 d1 this you know I I, I love personally love that I chose d2 um you know small school um you know we just want it we, we come here we work uh day in and day out um, it's just been a great experience for me personally. Um, can't complain at all, really. Coach, how about you? Yeah, I think it's uh, um, you, you're able to interact with some 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 really great kids uh, like Thurl. Not to say that there's not great kids at, at, at every institution and every level of, of, of football, but uh, um, you know, you you look behind him. He, He's got his undergraduate degree sitting in, in, in the picture frame. He's already graduated. He's going to, uh, you know, graduate here soon with his master's degree. We've had uh, a bunch of kids have the opportunity to do that over the years of, of being able to walk out of here with two degrees. we got two guys starting in the NFL uh, from this program. And it's just uh, uh, you're able to uh, interact and meet some really good kids that, uh, you know, maybe weren't uh, – um, uh, on the highest recruiting rankings coming out, but that doesn't mean that they're 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 not great athletes. Guys like Thorough have been able to develop from maybe being a late bloomer to to being a guy that uh, is is done it year in year out at a at the national level. And we got many guys just like him. So to be able to take guys that uh, have huge upside and be able to develop them while they're getting degrees, that's 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 real important to me. I love that aspect of the Division two level each and every day. What did you get your uh, degree in? Um, exercise science. Cool. And what would you like to do with that after football? You know, I'm not sure. Um, I was offered a job to do some personal training. Um, I think I, that'd be great for me, but 
you know, I don't, I don't know. I don't really know at this point. Is there a, po- is there a possibility of coaching in your future? I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure about that. I don't know. <laughs> got a ways to go. You got, you got a ways to go. To, you got to, you got to finish the, the schedule at hand before you decide. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, okay. So it's the time of show, uh, the, the fun part of the show, and you are both about to get on the D2 Nation hot seat. And we just close out the show with some fun questions for you here. So if you guys are both ready, Bethany, why don't you go ahead and get them started? Yep, we'll start off easy. Always our first question. I think we need to change it up, Wayne, because people are going to start watching the previous shows and they're going to know. Fair enough. Who is your favorite football player and team? I'm a. I grew up in Missouri, so I'm a. I'm a Kansas City Chiefs fan. Um, for for the NFL, um, love to love to watch it. Don't get to watch it as often as I as I want to, but I grew up in there when. Uh, uh, Derek Thomas and Neil Smith and those guys with the Kansas City Chiefs were uh, uh, rocking with that defense. So uh, that's a little bit of an old school question or answer, but uh, that's where it starts for me is the Chiefs. Hey, you like to watch uh, Christian Okoye battling through the uh, line like a defender himself. <laughs> Same time frame, Wayne. Absolutely. <laughs> Tara, how about you? Yeah. So for me, uh, my team is the Denver Broncos. Um, South Dakota, we don't got no professional team, so it's just mm-hmm. pick pick what I wanted. But um, my favorite player, probably going to have to be Walter Payton, for sure. Uh, nice. Seen a video of him running up the hill when I was younger, and I was like, man, he's crazy. And I seen him running the ball, so, yeah. And, and he's a small school guy, too. He went to a small college. He wasn't a big D1 guy at all. Yeah. Uh, Okay, it gets a little harder here. Coach, we'll go to you first. What is the best football movie of all time? Oh, first one comes to mind is the is the program. Oh, good one. I don't know if we've had that one yet. I love that movie. Throw to you. For me, I'm going to have to say The Longest Yard. Nice. Uh, Adam Sandler or the original? Adam Sandler. Okay. You haven't even seen the original. <laughs> I know it's... <laughs> <laughs> I know I know the one dude that's in it, the, okay. the quarterback that came in. Yeah, know. yeah, Burt Reynolds. Yeah. <laughs> so next one, guys. Uh, I'm gonna go with Thorough first. So what is in your headphones pregame before a game? Oh I'm definitely listening to 90s rap. 90s who's your, rap. Who's your go-to artist? Ah, uh, Biggie. Nice. I like that. You definitely don't get a lot of baby on here. It's usually like really recent guys. I like that. Yeah, no. Yeah. 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 And coach, the question's a little different for you, but if you could put whatever you want on the pregame playlist in the locker room, what would it be? Oh, it's, it's, it's straight up uh, 90s rock and roll, hair metal, all that stuff. Uh, um, we, we get that played sometimes out at practice, and it's my favorite thing is I, I walk up to these guys and say, who's this? And they have no idea who Guns N' Roses is or, or any of those things. And, and likewise, I don't know who, who they're playing that's, 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 that's current, so they come back at me the next day. But, uh, yeah, they'll be able to, to play some, some good old rock and roll and, and uh, guitar rock type stuff. I mean, there's some good like ACDC, Motley Crue stuff from back in the day that could get you pumped up. And Guns N' Roses, of course, like you said. There's definitely good music back there that can get you pumped up for football. Um, 
I don't get to control it very often, though, Bethany. <laughs> Zara, we'll go to you. Um, what is your favorite binge-worthy television or like Netflix show like that that you can binge? Ooh, there's a lot of them. <laughs> the most the recent most? one, yeah. the most, the most recent one that I probably binged was Breaking Bad. Oh, that's a good one. Now you yeah. got to watch Better Call Saul because that's you just got to keep going. Yes, yes, <laughs> I do. You're right, Coach. How about you? Uh, Yellowstone has uh, been a favorite of mine. That's the coach answer from this podcast. Every coach right. loves the Yellowstone. Yellowstone. <laughs> All right, this one's kind of hard, uh, and I don't know if we've ever asked this, but what was the last thing that you googled? Last thing that I googled. Coach is going to be like scouting reports. What was the last thing that I Googled? I think it was my grades, the USF, uh, the USF portal. Nice. Sure that was the last thing I Googled. That's what we want to hear from the D2 student athlete. That is the best answer you could give. Coach, what do you think? Uh, this is bad, but uh, um, you, you guys had me on here, but I had to Google Wayne Cavati D2 podcast. That's okay. <laughs> I'm glad you searched for me. <laughs> I'm glad I'm in your That's search. Okay. I'll pop up more often. I don't feel bad, Coach. Mine is just filled with athletes' names that I'm getting ready to go interview. So that's that's totally okay. <laughs> um, and then this is the last question. Um, Coach, we could start with you. I think I know your answer. What would you rather have more of, time or money? Oh, I, um, yeah, obviously time, um, time with my family, uh, this job's really demanding and, and, uh, if we had more hours of the day, that would be, uh, that'd be a great thing. Sarah, how about you? I'd have to go with coach too. time. Uh, I don't really need much. I'm simple. Uh, as long as I got people I love around me, uh, comfy place, I'm, I'm really chilling. So. Time, yeah. I like it. I like it. Um, well, that's it. You made it through the hot seat. Um, thank you guys so much for joining us. Uh, obviously, we're going to let you get some rest, get prepared because you got a heck of a schedule left on, on this season. So, uh, thank yes. you again and, and good luck the rest of the way. Absolutely. Yes, thank you very much for having us on. I enjoyed it. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. Remember, before we go, D2 Nation, we need your support. So, give us a follow at Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and anywhere else you want to give a listen. Give us a follow, give us a like, and we'll see you next week on the D2 Nation.